Good evening, world. This is the podcast Hassafast, and your host, Thor Cattell. My sincerest apologies for not being on yesterday. I, uh... <laughs> pulled something when I was sleeping the day before. I spent the entire day in bed. I couldn't move. Couldn't move my head. Couldn't move my jaw. Couldn't move my shoulder. Um... Lots of heating pad, lots of Bengay, lots of Tiger Balm, and lots of rest. So I've spent yesterday resting, I spent today resting. I wasn't going to go any longer without at least putting a podcast out. So, I had mentioned we are going to shift directions slightly. Previously, we did Rhonda Byrne and her two books... Uh, the Secret, and then subsequently The Magic. Excuse me. Following that, we're going to take another approach to manifesting from one of the leaders and one of the people mentioned in The Secret, Mr. Mike Dooley, who takes a somewhat different approach, and he's had lots of success, and I'm going to just point out, before we get started, I do, I try and take different approaches because everyone's different. Alright, all you need to do is look down a cereal aisle to realize, you know, everyone has different tastes, different preferences, different things they like, things they don't like, all that kind of stuff. They also have different learning curves, different learning styles. Everyone has a different what works for them. Some people are good with tactile learning. Some people are good with audio learning. Some people are better with visual. Um, personally, me, I like being hands-on. I like getting into the thick of things and learning as I go. It, it cements it more in my head. All right, when, I was, um, when I was going to school, computers were just becoming a thing, and because I could clickety-clack-clack on the computer... I could write, no, write down notes a lot faster, and it was something tactile that I could do, so I felt like I was doing something. Don't, it was weird, it worked, don't ask me how it worked, but Mike Dooley takes just a... It's still manifesting, but it's a different twist. So, my shout-out to my restaurant guys, all my restaurant peeps. Slinging, it, slinging grease and fries and hamburgers for hungry peoples in the back of the house and all other food groups. Fun fact. Um, a lot of cooks that say they get into the restaurant field and they're expecting to do fine dining. You end up really shocked to discover most fine dining restaurants still have a burger and fries on there. Why? Because it still remains a number one seller. Doesn't matter if it's fine dining, doesn't, ima- doesn't matter if it's five guys. It's, it's just an American staple food. I don't think you'll find that on fine dining restaurants when you go to Japan or when you go to France or the UK. But here in America, you will be hard pressed to find any restaurant, any without a burger on the menu, and it ends up being the thing you end up making the most. Really is kind of bizarre. So, just, that's a little fun fact for you. Everywhere you go, 
despite your best efforts to just, you know, like, focus, I, I, I want to work on fish, I want to work on steak, I want to work on, um, you know, maybe cater catering, doesn't matter. Everywhere's got a burger. Almost everywhere has a burger. And it ends up being one of the bigger sellers. So, that's your piece of Americana. And nothing but respect to my restaurant, guys. Wherever you are, wherever you're at, I hope you're taking time for yourself and making sure that your your personal health, your mental health, your well-being is being looked after. And that goes for everybody else that's listening, too. So, we're going to go over a little bit Mike Dooley as an intro. I'm not going to do too much tonight because my neck and shoulder are still screaming at me. So, I'm going to get through as much as I can. Um, and we're just going to do a little bit of an intro. So, we're going to re recap the book, Manifesting Change. It couldn't be easier. And this came out... Let me, let me find the... Um, I am looking for... When was it born? Uh, 2010. 2010 by Sh Simon & Schuster. Okay, so we're going to do some some intro. Okay, so the cover of the book is back when you had jacketed hardcovers. You, yeah, you don't find them too much anymore. But um, So this is a jacketed hardcover version. And on the inside, you always have a little bit of a, uh, uh, an intro. So the intro to this starts... If there was just one thing I could tell you about living the life of your dreams, knowing that if you understood it, it would be enough, I would ask you to realize that you are already living that life. Remember, I told you he was a little different, so just bear with. In his most comprehensive and advanced work to date, Mike Dooley builds on the concepts of his New York Times bestseller, Infinite Possibilities. So, there's probably another one we're going to look over. By taking us behind the curtains of time and space, revealing how we got here, who we really are, and how we can immediately begin effecting change in the world around us. Using his revolutionary concept, The Matrix, to take the art of deliberate creation to the next level, Dooley guides us through the practice of choosing our desired end results without getting too attached to the details or messing with the Cursed House. Manifesting change breaks down the metaphysical mechanics behind every physical manifestation, including the two most important things we can do to trigger life's magic and accelerate the arrival of all that our hearts desire. Seeking to slip past your defenses and plant seeds for understanding, action, and life renewal, Dooley implements exercises, stories, and analogies to illustrate just how the Matrix will show the flow of events that will or will not trigger changes in your life based upon your thoughts, words, and actions. It will help you understand what you really want, why you really want it, and how to go about getting it with supreme confidence. Manifesting Change is the complete master's guide to following your heart and creating the life of your dreams. So the little... little uh, explain about Mike in the back. So you've got like a little bit about the author on, of course, the back flap, and that is apparently, um, yeah, that's exactly what I first thought when I looked at the guy. If you've ever seen an image of Mike Dooley, he 
doesn't look like your generic or your usual guru, right? He's where he w looks like he just stepped off a boat in Martha's Vineyard and he's going back out to go fishing. He's wearing a loose faded ball cap w over his bald head. He's rather uh, thin, kind of gangly, uh, very approachable demeanor, very laid back, very laid back guy, big smile. But when I first saw him, I'm like, really? Turns out, apparently, he was an international tax accountant before he turned writer for the universe. He now lives in Orlando, Florida, where he runs Tut, which used to be totally unique t-shirts, now stands for The Universe Talks. You can go actually see him at tut.com, simply T-U-T, Tut. He runs Tut's Adventures Club and sends his notes from the universe to hundreds of thousands of email subscribers each weekday. As far as I can remember, he's up to, I think, 900,000. As a New York Times best-selling author of Infinite Possibilities and a featured teacher in The Secret book and DVD, Dooley is actively using the concepts and principles he expounds upon to travel the world speaking on life, dreams, and happiness. For more on Mike, visit his website at www.tut.com. And some reviews from... Let's see me. Uh, Roger Yell from Los, Angeles Time, from Los Angeles Entertainment Today. Having been a fan of the big boys, Anthony Robbins, excuse me, Tony Robbins, Wayne Dyer, Earl Nightingale, et al., I came away with the realization that Dooley is the most literate and professional of them all. Nancy Colasurdo from Fox Business. What he has to say about employment and money is particularly apt in our nation's current state. Remember, this was written in 2010, so think right after the 2008 financial crisis. Um, so that's what they're probably taught. She's probably referencing when she makes that quote. And from Doc. Dr. R. Todd Michael, author, author of The Twelve Conditions of Miracle. Finally, something completely new and masterful on the use of thoughts to create a better life. An absolute must-read. Now, I will absolutely freely admit most of these books are old. At least a decade old. But the concepts that they cover don't age. They don't age. So... I'm not going to really get into the meat and potatoes in this book. I am giving you today a taste of things to come. So we have... Uh, oh, interesting. Okay, so it, the author makes a point to state that the material in this book was originally delivered to live audiences during Mike's second world tour from 2006 to 2008 and that would be my daughter oh enjoying the game she's playing downstairs life's grand okay so I'm gonna say that again in case you couldn't hear me so the material we're going to go over was originally delivered to a live audience on Mike's second world tour from 2006 to 2008 Mike later published the same material as an audio program and here is a very tiny sampling of the many thousands of endorsements and testimonials provided by those who've already experienced manifesting change. 
I wanted to write something to express to you how profoundly manifesting change is impacting my life. And yet, perhaps for the first time in my life, I am at a loss for words. Let me simply say thank you for discovering the truth about who and what and why we exist. Okay, so that just seems like it's... Alright. That's an interesting little bit of tidbit, though. The, all the information in the book was originally presented on a tour. So, this is not set up like the magic. It's not done into 28-day challenge. This is a... It's an instructional. And we're going to go over it more like we did the secret. We're going to do bit by bit. So I think... Let's do... How many pages do I have? We'll do the preface right now. Which, if I understand correctly, was written... Um... Not edited, but so this is just from the author. So what a ride this has been. Had I ever dreamed of becoming a writer, a speaker, or teacher, I would have considered such thoughts either fantastical or nightmarish, the latter pertaining especially to public speaking. What began as a quest for truth, however, led me to become all three. I've always craved answers about life and how it works, and the pitch in my yearning to understand these things reached an agonizing crescendo during my first year of college, as I bounced from prayer groups to meditation groups to Bible studies. I was overwhelmed with questions pertaining to why we are here, why we die, and what we can do with our lives. Yet this frenetic searching was laden with a gift. Whatever we seek seeks us. And as these things typically happen, with the student being ready and all that jazz, Mom, my greatest fan and closest friend, coincidentally, sent me a few books over the span of several months with subtle notes attached, declaring, you must read this. I'm not sure that exactly qualifies as subtle. I loathe reading. Perhaps because I do it so slowly, with a mind that races to the point of being unofficially diagnosed with adult attention deficit disorder. Whereas my mother has had a lifelong appetite for books, consuming more in a week than I would be able to read in a decade. But dutifully following her hints, I read each book one by one, and they turned all of my question marks into excited exclamation points. I have got to get that now. This is the second book that I has mentioned it. I am going to be getting The Silver Mind Control. So the first book he mentioned, first of these books, was The Silver Mind Control Method by Jose Solo. Which, incidentally, is about controlling your mind, not other people's. Very important point to note. Not controlling other people's minds. It absolutely electrified me as I read through the first chapter. Again and again, I was metaphorically slapping my forehead and thinking to myself, I knew it! I knew it! I totally knew it! I knew we were unimaginably powerful! I knew our thoughts were the key to our powers! I knew the world had infinitely more to offer those who would awaken from, who would awaken from the prehistoric slumber of believing and behaving as if things of time, space, and matter were bedrock reality. 
sorry, my, uh, my, my tongue and my lips went a little bit faster than my ability to speak. A week or so later, before I even got into the second chapter, I told you, I read slowly. Mom sent her second book, Seth Speaks, by Jane Roberts, and this one changed my life forever. I read it cover to cover at the breakneck speed of one whole semester. I was utterly floored. The book not only helped me connect literally all the dots that had mattered most to me about life, dreams, and happiness, but it went even further, objectively and simply covering points and concepts on the nature and totality of our very reality that were beyond my wildest imaginings in those days. I went on to read all of the Seth books that had been published up to that point, finishing them by the time I had graduated just three years later, which not only established my own speed reading record, but put an end to my youthful, and at times painful, quest for enlightenment. A search that was to be followed by the next great obligatory leap required of all those who wish to live powerfully, magically, and deliberately. Applying this wisdom of the ages to my own life, dreams, and happiness. Basically taking theory to the streets and living it. And so continued my rather common, conventional, albeit more enlightened, life. My first self-test was surviving a very bumpy start to my career at PricewaterhouseCoopers as an auditor in Tampa, Florida. Nearly fired for total incompetence, I began a visualization program that would impress my avatar, excuse me, that would impress any avatar, averting disaster at work while serendipitously landing myself in the International Tax Department, which afforded me the opportunity to travel all over the world. Yet, six years into the globetrotting, still wanting much more for myself and by then based in Boston, Massachusetts, I resigned. Within a few months, I had teamed up with my brother, a graphic artist, and my mother, who was obviously really cool. And we launched our own company to sell my brother's art, and eventually my writings, screen printed onto t-shirts. Remember? Totally unique t-shirts. Tut. Yet with sales beginning a sharp decline, we decided to liquidate what remained and go in our own directions while the getting was still good, as it were. This was both a scary and exciting time in my life that will be chronicled later in this book. It was at this crossroads, and only as a sideline to my desire to continue on as some kind of entrepreneur that it actually occurred to me to incorporate my business know-how with what I had learned from applying my brand of time-tested, street-credited wisdom of the ages to my life. Let's face it, we have to pay our bills somehow. So, as a budding teacher and experienced entrepreneur, I considered moving in a direction that would eventually generate sales rather than solicit donations and love offerings the later of which is often customary when the offerings are more spiritually based. 
I figured this more business-like approach would be my win. me, would be a win-win for my customers and me. I lost my place. Ah, there we go. Sorry. My apologies. I lost my place for a second. I had to sneeze. But lest you think this was all about me getting rich, I should point out that my offerings are like those of many businesses on the internet, and that the vast majority of them continue to be free, including my very popular daily emailings, Notes from the Universe, brief reminders of diet, uh, brief reminders of life's magic and our power. My life today borders on that of a fairy tale. With world tours, exotic adventures, luxurious travel befitting lifestyles of the rich and famous, friends on every continent, a New York Times bestseller, my own charitable foundation, health and lots of love, indeed what a ride this has been, and continues to be. And now it's your turn. What I have, you can have. What I've done... Coming from where I came from, scared and starting over, is what you can do. There is enough for everyone in the dream of here and now. Where manifesting change truly couldn't be easier once you understand the nature of the game and you begin, perhaps for the first time ever, to deliberately play it. Prepare to be astounded to the life of your dreams, Mike Dooley, November 16th, 2010. So I'm not going to go any farther than that because we're at 20 minutes and, um, like I said, moving my jaw kind of hurts still. So I'm going to cap it today. We're not, I'm actually just going to let it play for two minutes to do our two minute brain break. I'll do the, the breath in and the breath out and then we'll just have a two minute break. Again, my apologies if you can hear sounds in the background. I'm, I'm in the process of getting my home ready to be sold. A multi-state move. I've got a lot of plates in the air. And unfortunately, my bedroom never really came with a door. I don't have anywhere in the house where that I could soundproof. And I'm kind of in the process of tearing things down and putting them away in preparation. So, we will get into the meat and potatoes tomorrow. There is another introduction after that. I would highly encourage you today, um, go to tut.com and sign up for the letters from the universe. I have, and they're, sometimes they're short notes, sometimes they're long, sometimes it's a, a quote, sometimes it's a paragraph, sometimes it's a story, but they always make you think and put you in a better mood. He really does have this wonderful energy to him. He's just a very laid-back guy. And he does take a much different approach um, than we've gone over previously. So to give you that well-rounded effect that I like giving people, we are going to hop into Manifesting Change, written by Mike Dooley. And we're going to start that tomorrow. Thank you guys for being here. Again, uh, my sincerest apologies, and I know this is late. Um... I deeply appreciate your coming here and your continuing to listen. I'm excited to dive in and um, get into manifesting change. Thank you guys for being here, and I will see you tomorrow. This is the podcast, Asafras, signing off.